Are you an adjuster just like me that's looking for every opportunity to make as much money as you can off of every claim that you do? Well, I want you to go to your computer and I want you to type in the letters H-I-P-P-L-O-C-K dot com. That's the HipLock tool. The HipLock tool is the newest and greatest tool to hit the market for steep and tall adjusters. The HipLock tool will get you safely up a slope of a roof and give you full access to switch sides and get anywhere you need to get. It's designed by a veteran adjuster, Vince Gaines, so this will be a tool you will not be disappointed in. Listeners of my podcast are going to get free shipping by using the promo code ALAN21. So go to the website, check it out. That's H-I-P-P-L-O-C-K dot com. H-I-P-P-L-O-C-K dot com. Welcome to the Adjustments in Life podcast. The podcast designed for anyone in or connected to the world of insurance adjusting. From industry experts to seasoned veterans, we bring the latest tips, information, and news. Because you know by now that becoming licensed is just the starting point. Now, here's your host, Alan Olson. Well, all right, folks, welcome back. It is another episode of Adjustments in Life. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, I am by myself today, and as Jason Dyson is not with me today, he had some prior engagements he needed to tend to, but you have again yourself, truly Mr. Alan Olson as your host. So hey, I just want to uh, reach out to you and tell you that uh, I just am so grateful that I get the opportunity every other week to share my time with you guys. It has been a awesome experience. I just want to be able to share my time my education, and the tools I have with you guys in hopes that maybe one of you will grasp it and uh, get something out of it and be successful in the career that you desire to be successful in. And uh, that's what we're all here to do is, is have fun and enjoy it. So again, thank you. I just can't say it enough times. You guys uh, have been grateful and, uh, and shown that respect to us in all those people that are subscribing constantly uh, to listen in. One of the questions that we uh, constantly get uh, when we're out and about or even in the mailbag is, do I have what it takes to be an adjuster? I get this question from people when they're just getting started, wanting to know more about it. I get this question a lot from adjusters that have been deployed once, maybe twice, and things didn't go so well. And they come to me and they say, what, do, what am I doing wrong? Do I have what it takes to be an adjuster? Is there something I'm missing? And so I try to sit them down and, and feel them out a little bit, get some questions answered that I'm not sure about or, or what they're doing, why they're reacting the way they're reacting. So I kind of broke it down into, into several things that I, I, I sit down and I, can, I have concern over. And so first of all, when they come to me with this question, the first thing I ask is, what's your background? Where did you come from? What, do you, what did you know and what did you do before you got into adjusting? That can play a big role in how successful you are right off the bat. And what I mean by that is, is what, what education do you have? Do you come from a construction background? Do you come from a mechanical background? What are the natural things that you grew up learning or what are the things that you uh, had every intent to learn uh, in your high school years or maybe in college when you came into this industry? If you had a construction background, then this is a great place for you to be. You have general knowledge or sometimes more uh, expert knowledge 
in the things that we're dealing with regularly if you're in the property side of adjusting. And particularly if you're in the field of the property side of adjusting, then you understand products. You understand what components it takes to put a home together or to rebuild a home when a loss has occurred. That's a pretty important factor in how successful you're going to be. Now, I'm not telling you that if you don't have that uh, education, that you're not going to do well in this because some people can pick it up really quick. The software and the, uh, the job is designed to have a general knowledge. And it doesn't have to be uh, a general knowledge that you go to school and get an education for. It can be a general knowledge of sitting down, studying the components of the house, uh, understanding how to identify soffit, fascia, eaves, rakes, siding, foundation, windows, types of windows, entry doors, just general education and general knowledge of how to identify the products on a home that could or could not be damaged when you go to these losses, okay? If you were not educated or didn't have anything to do with construction or building, were you educated uh, in the auto industry? Did you go through auto shop in high school? Were you a mechanic? Have you been a jack of all trades? Have you been that guy that's been able to uh, not formally get trained, but have you been able to make repairs on your vehicles over the years? Have you been able to keep them up? Uh, maybe you're more suited for auto and these uh, you've been shooting for a property deployment or you've been on a property deployment, it didn't go well for you, and you're educated in auto, maybe you need to look into what it takes to be an auto adjuster. You may be more suited for that, and you may be more successful in it because you understand and can relate to it more. Or if you don't have education in either, but you want to be in this industry and you want to learn, if you're good at computer skills, if you've been uh, educated to uh, work in an office environment, uh, more of a cubicle style uh, position where you manage and uh, cover the uh, the ends of a desk adjuster or, or you're more suited for that, look into that. Don't jump into the field if you're not comfortable with the processes and, and understanding and the education needed in order to go out and, and assess a claim. If you're better suited for sitting in an office for a few years and, and being able to communicate with the policyholders over the telephone explaining policy, do that. That will get your foot in the door. There's always a need for desk adjusters. Most of the people getting into this industry do not want to work at the desk. So you'll find out that there's positions available working from the desk or some type of office-related environment quite often because there's a need for it and that's not the most desirable place to be. It also doesn't come with the highest amount of income, so quite often adjusters flock to the areas of the industry that pay the most. But if you're more suited for that environment and you need to learn more about the outside, about working in the field, about education of construction and whatnot, that might not be a bad place for you to start is in the office and then extend out into the field from there because now you've had some time at the desk and you're getting more educated and more familiar with the products that you're looking at coming in off the estimates or dealing with the insureds and the contractors. Okay, so background. That's a big deal. What's your background? And if there's a portion of your background that is more suited for one end of the industry other than the other, go for that first. Find the, find the area of the industry that is natural to you to be able to go do before you extend out to areas that you aren't comfortable with. Okay, so what's your skills? 
again, this goes back somewhat to the background or, or partially to background. What are your skills? What skills did you bring to the table when you got into the industry? Or if you're approaching the industry, what skills are you bringing with you to the industry? Are you fluent in a computer? Are you, can you type? Can you use Word? Can you use Excel? Are you familiar with how to navigate problems if you run into a hiccup on your computer? We start to use our computer first thing in the morning, and we use it all the way till the end of the day. The only time we're not using our computer is when we're standing on site identifying damages. And some of you may have some type of mobile device that you carry with you and estimate or document your claim damages with some type of mobile device. So you may not be getting away from a computer device, period. Are you educated in how to use your computer properly? Do you have the right computer? That's That could be a big thing there too, okay? Are you fluent? What's the skills do you have? We're kind of bouncing again back to that background. If you don't have the background, did you acquire the skills needed before you came out and went on a deployment? I'm telling you, it's not a huge amount of skills needed to go out and do this. When I started this, I didn't even know how to check my email. I had an email account, but I had never used it, and I didn't even really know how to get in and use my email account. Okay, yes, I know that it's, you know, a decade is not that long ago, but for a guy that was in the construction business and spent all of his time outside swinging a hammer, using that computer was a whole new setup for me. But again, if I wanted to do this, I had to dig in and figure it out. And of course, if I can figure it out, I can guarantee that everybody listening to this podcast right now can get in and figure out how to operate their computer well enough to do everything that we do as adjusters. That's a guarantee. All right, so your skills. If you don't have the skills, you need to be going and getting those skills. You need to. Even if it costs you a little bit of money, go spend some time, take the courses you need to take, do the ride-alongs you need to do, whatever it takes. If this is your desire to be an adjuster, no matter what area of the field that you want to be in, whether you want to do the field or you want to go to the office, you need to, be, you need to have the skills and the mindset. And we're going to get there in a minute. You need to have the skills first in order to do the job properly and know how to do it when you get there. Okay, real quick, we're going to take a second and I'm going to tell you about the TAG private community because the TAG private community is a private community for adjusters to confide in other adjusters as well as experts, other people that have been in the industry 20 plus years. Uh, um, a number of people are on here and it's a place for you to get to a seasoned or an educated person in your field that is going to give you solid and positive advice. That is something on the social media waves that is getting harder and harder to find. Um, it is There's a lot, a lot of bad advice being given out there. Um, I think one of the biggest things I'm seeing out on the social media waves right now, and I'm so happy that people are fighting back to it and commenting, is fake it till you make it. That's not a good, that is not, that is not a good piece of advice to give to a new adjuster. This is not the days of fake it till you make it anymore. They are begging you to raise your hand. Raise your hand and ask the questions that you need to ask in order to do the job that needs to be done. Now, with that being said, I understand what it's like to be in a, 
an adjuster that's not very fast. You're learning, you're trying to get your feet under you, and it's midnight, and you're trying to get a claim finished, and there's just no way you can do it because you don't know how to finish the product that you're trying to finish. Or you're embarrassed to ask a question that you should know the answer to, but you just haven't been out there long enough to feel comfortable answering it, and you're afraid that you're going to be embarrassed when you ask the question. Don't be embarrassed. Get on the TAG community, be a member, and ask. We are never going to beat you down. We are never going to make fun of you. Uh, As we get to know you, we might rouse you a little bit to have some fun, but we are never going to say anything or do anything that would hurt anybody's feelings or be negative to the situation. We want everybody on that community to rely on each other to be successful in everything we do. So go to our website. It's www.theadjusterguy.com. Check it out. Go to the private community. We can You can read all about it. You can join right there. It's a, it's a monthly or annual uh, uh, payment to be a member, but it is tenfold going to give you uh, more information and more help than any other social media place that you can go to that's free. Okay, so let's get back on topic here because I'm going to get into mindset. And when I say mindset, you have to approach this industry with a mindset that says, I'm, I'm going to do what it takes to get in. It takes determination. It takes somebody that says, I don't know what I'm doing here. This is all new to me, but what I was doing is not working and that's why I'm here. So I'm going to get involved. I'm going to network. I'm going to communicate with people. I'm going to get some good advice, the best advice I can get, and I'm going to listen and I'm going to do it. And I need to understand going in that this is a self-employed job. Yes, you will be contracting with firms. Uh, You could, if you're lucky, possibly uh, get a position that is a long-term contract. But either way, you are an independent adjuster meaning you are your own business. So you have to approach this in a way of uh, what do I need to do to uh, gain and control and advance my business. And so when you do that as a, as a business operator, you don't depend on somebody just to give you anything. You've got to go after it. So you've got to find uh, resources and education to set yourself above the other people in the field so that your product stands out. So you need to be educating yourself, one. If there's a course that you're close to or that you have access to, go take it. Educate yourself continually. Go learn how to use Xactimate before you get deployed, if you haven't already. Take the courses that teach you how to go out and properly scope a claim. How to identify damages. Uh, if there's ride-along programs anywhere near you or you know of an adjuster that's offering ride-alongs, go take those ride-alongs. You can never over-educate yourself in what you're doing here. And again, this is you have to be in the mindset that you are a business. So if you're a business, in order for your product to supersede anybody else's and for you to be the most successful, you need to have your product stand out over everybody else, okay? You have two products. You have your performance and you have the estimate that you're turning in at the end of your performance. Those two things have to align and they have to be what the firm's managers need in order to get those files closed and make them go away. That's not a difficult task in adjusting today. Believe it or not, it's not a difficult task. 
if your attitude is good, if you have spent any time at all trying to educate yourself and know what you're doing when you get there, you're going to stand out above already just for those two reasons. And then if you've spent any time learning how to use Xactimate and you can produce a decent estimate, it doesn't even have to be that great anymore, a decent estimate, you will stand out above. I would say as this storm season approaches, 80% of the new adjusters that approach the storm season and get an opportunity to go to work, 80% of them will fail. And the reason they will fail is because they would not take the time before they deployed to one, understand Xactimate, two, understand what their job is to do when they get there, and three, two, they would not be they were not willing to invest to become somebody that they wanted to be. They expected it to be given to them. Don't be that adjuster. Be that adjuster that's proactive, gets everything they need, works hard, and shows up on their very first deployment going, okay. Uh, here's what I need to do. I've got my checklist. I've got my scope sheets ready. I've got my tools here with me. And I know what my job is. And the only thing I should be having any trouble with is coming back from my inspections and getting my managers to help me refresh what I need to do and make sure I'm catering to the specific guidelines in the way that eat the carrier I'm working wants everything submitted. Okay. Are you going to know everything there is to know about adjusting? No, you're going to be overwhelmed and blown away like every adjuster is on their first deployment. Don't worry about that. That's going to happen. You can't educate yourself enough not to be overwhelmed on your very first deployment. Did you approach this in a mindset that was going to help you be successful? That's what I'm trying to get to with all this mumbling and talking and everything that I'm saying to you. Did you approach this in a mindset that was going to set you up for success? Because if you didn't, if you're that adjuster that has been out on a couple deployments and they didn't work out, reflect back on what you did to prepare yourself. Were you, did, you, did you educate yourself if you didn't come from a background of everything that you're working with? Did you have everything you needed and did you come with the mindset of, here's my job, this is what I'm going to do, and I need to be successful to set myself above everybody else in the class or everybody else that's on storm and like i said trust me it's not that difficult of a task to do in today's adjusting the industry is starving i tell this to everybody the industry is starving for adjusters that want to come out and do the job well with a mindset to be successful it's starving for that if the one thing you hear out of this program today is the industry starving, take that and run with it. Be somebody that's willing to feed the industry with what we need. And what we need is adjusters approaching the industry that have a mindset to say, I want to be good at what I do and I'm willing to put whatever investment forward it takes. And again, I'm not talking necessarily about money. The investment you need is not necessarily a monetary investment. It's an attitude. It's a time. It's an education investment. Okay. All right. Now, the last thing I really want to bring up to you about this is networking. Okay. Are you continuing to network when you got your license and you took whatever training you took or if you didn't even take any training? Have you been trying to network? Did you set your profiles up with every possible firm you could find every possible firm there's hundreds of them out there 
hundreds. I tell my adjusters coming through my school, I hand them a list of 20 and say this is a very, very, very small piece of all the firms out there that you can go apply with and get on their roster, okay? 20 to 40 should be minimum. You should be on every stinking roster that you can get your name on because you never know who's going to have the claims and when. You you need to be constantly updating your profiles and adding more profiles to your list. I know it's a lot of work. It's time consuming. You got to fill out all that paperwork at every one of them. But all it takes is one of those to need you and then you're starting to get more experience under your belt and if one needs you then pretty soon the next one's going to need you. The the possibilities, once you get that set up, the possibilities will go in a lot of different directions. The other part of networking is, is have you been to any conventions? Are you going to the PLRB? Did you go to the exact conference? Did you go meet with, do you live anywhere near where these firms set up office at? If you live in Indianapolis, you probably want to go connect with Alacrity. If you live in Birmingham, you probably want to go connect with Renfro. Okay, there wherever look up where these firms are, and if you're in their area, give them a call. Hey, this is John Smith. I'm on your roster, and I want to uh, I want to come and visit. I want to shake hands. I want to meet you guys, and in hopes that maybe when I get an opportunity, you'll give you get an opportunity to deploy somebody. You'll give me a call. They will welcome you in. They would love to meet you. That is a common thing. I've done that. With almost everybody I've ever been involved with on a roster, some of them don't. Some of them have very small offices, and they say, yeah, well, we'll just give you a call and do a phone interview, whatever they want to do. That's fine. Communicate with your firms. Communicate with adjusters you meet. Communicate with managers that you meet. You're going to work. If you've been deployed, you're going to get a manager's telephone number. Don't hound them. But if you've been released in your home, just go home every once a month, shoot him a text message. Hey, this is John. We work together at Hurricane Ida. Um, just wanted to check in, let you know, hey, I'm around. I'm, I'm still available. If something comes up, you guys need any help, I'd love to work with you guys again. Let me know. Something simple. Just now and then, let them know you're still around. But networking is huge. Network, network, network. You're self-employed, right? It's a business model. Network, 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 network. Okay, so we are uh, wrapping it up here, but uh, I'm sure every one of you had enough time of listening to me ramble, but I'm just, again, I'm just trying to get good knowledge out to you guys and tell you the real deal. But all this boils back to, do you have what it takes? Everybody has what it takes. If this is what you want to do, everybody has what it takes. You just have to be willing to put the investment in to show them that what you want to do. And if you don't think you have what it takes right now, go educate yourself in a way that gives you what you need to have what it takes. Do you want it? Go get it. The opportunity's there. The training's there. You have a grip within an arm's reach of everything you need. Just put the investment forward and go do it. Okay, on an ending note here, uh, there was a glitch in the promo system with ACT, we apologize so much. On the last episode, we announced uh, with Mr. Sean Rogers this awesome deal that ACT is offering to all you listeners out there. If you register now, you will get a free membership to ACT, meaning for the next year, you will get a, uh, a membership that allows you to have roof reports at their member price. 
It's a $200 value. You're going to save $200. For a limited time, you're going to save $200 by registering to be a member of Advanced Claims Technologies. It's a wonderful company. They are so awesome. They're, they're easy to work with. They're on the ball. They get you those roof reports. I'm not spending 30 40 50 60 bucks on a roof report when I can call ACT or I can go online and get ACT to shoot me one up for $19.95. They're awesome. They go straight to your, you order an ESX file, they're going to go straight to your Xactimate. Good company to, to be with. They have partnered with Adjustments in Life. Our podcast code had a hiccup in it, but it is now working. Promo code restarts as of today. Promo code is capital A, Adjuster Podcast. 22 with a capital A. Make sure it is case sensitive, so make sure it is a capital A. Adjuster Podcast 22 with a capital A. Get on there. Limited time only. If you tried and it didn't work, get back on there right now and try it again. They're not going to tell us when they're going to shut it off. If that promo code goes through, you made it. Get on there. Adjuster Podcast 22 and get signed up. Hey folks, enjoyed it? Thank you again for everything that you're doing. Thank you to the subscribers for being members of listening to this podcast. We're having a ball with you guys. Let us know what you want to hear. Mailbag, podmail at usa.com. That's P-O-D-M-A-I-L at usa.com. Jason Dyson will be back again. We'll see you guys in a few weeks. Every year, independent insurance adjusters across the nation attempt to create a successful business, which is hard to do in an industry that's ever-changing. TheAdjusterGuide.com is a licensing, training, and membership community for independent insurance adjusters. We go beyond licensing to give you the tools, resources, and ongoing support to reach your goals. Whether you're brand new or have been in the business for years and have been searching for a solid community who knows and understands what you deal with daily, check out TheAdjusterGuide.com and download our comprehensive guide to becoming an independent insurance adjuster. Stop guessing and start growing your business. Go beyond licensing.